Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Beck is in Uzbekistan. What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Here we are with episode 22 of Who's Bekistan? Okay, here we are in late December. It's the week before Christmas. I've got one more week of school. And let's talk about what's exciting, what's puzzling, and how long I plan to stay. Okay, so I am feeling very excited about Christmas here in Tashkent and Christmas as an expat. So, I'm pleased to report I've got a full slate of holiday things coming up over the next week or so, and yeah, I'm just uh, very grateful, and you know, expat Christmases can kind of play out in different ways, but uh, this one has got, um, got a lot of, lot of potential to be good. We'll see what happens. So, Friday is the children's celebration at my school where I am a Disney princess in a short excerpt of Frozen. So, yeah, this 45-year-old folk singer is going to be singing a Disney princess song. So, yeah, so that'll be a day full of uh, babysitting children and pretending like we're having a school day. <laughs> But nevertheless, and we did a Secret Santa is very popular here. So both my homeroom and the staff um, participate, have a Secret Santa thing going. So um, I'm pleased to report that my Secret Santa is the Uzbek teacher. And she's one of the friendliest people on staff. And so I'm really glad that I drew her name. So, um, yeah, there's that. And then there's... Uh, you know, Christmas Eve gathering at a friend's home. Christmas Day, um, there is a Catholic cathedral here. I'm not Catholic, but they are having their English service at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. I'm planning on going to that. And then going to a Christmas party that afternoon with, uh, with a lot of Americans, but there'll be some other foreigners there also. And then on the 26th, I'll be celebrating Boxing Day in a bar. I don't watch sports, but, you know, uh, that's what some friends are doing, so I am happy to attend. So, you know, it is nice to have these friend-based events because I would not have that in the U.S. And in, at times in China, I had that, and at times in China, I didn't have that. So, um, I'm hoping that these will be some fun events. Uh, being vegan and having difficulties here with food makes that a little challenging. Shopping here is challenging. But nevertheless, my hope is that if we're just together, we'll be having a good time. So, um, yeah, happy to see that people are willing to reach out to people that are not part of their immediate friend group. So definitely some successes there. I'll have to report back how it all turns out. Okay, so moving on to what I am puzzled by this week. Um, I believe I've discussed on some previous episodes that my students 
have no concept of time. And the fact that you need to be somewhere for an exam or for class is just not part of their schema. And I have been fighting it all year with a lot of success. I want to give my six students a, a lot of credit that, you know, probably 90% of them, once they saw that this is a sticking point with me and that I was going to consistently hold their feet to the fire and hold them accountable, most of them have changed and adapted. However, that's more during the school day. But getting students to arrive on time for first period has been elusive. And how the schedule works, it's different It's different classes I teach, different days. It's not like I always have the same group of students first period. And, I mean, that's their parents' fault. And I don't mean coming a minute late. I mean coming like 15 minutes late, which is a third of the class consistently. And this is actually not what I'm, this is, I'm off topic. But, um, but yeah, and you know, as I've talked with the boss some about it, you know, she's like, it's their parents' fault. They've tried to fight them on it. You know, we've tried to say, if you bring your kids so late, you can't take them. You've got to just take them home. You've come too late. You know, have tried to, to get parents to understand, but with, with no success. Okay, that's actually not the point of the story. The point of this story is my Wednesday class on the day of our exam had nine out of 20 people come late. A few of those people were a few moments late. Several of those people were up to 15 minutes late. And as an English teacher, we were doing the listening and the reading part of the test that day. Well, if you're going to have a listening section on a test, you ha they all have to be there, and we can't be opening the door 15 million hundred times, creating a distraction. And I just got really, really frustrated. Really frustrated. And I'm going to skip ahead to the actual point of the story. And so, at some point later in the week, I ran into my boss, and I said, Look, I'm not expecting you to do anything, but I just want to be heard on this point that it was very frustrating Wednesday morning to have nine people out of a specific class come late, especially when we're trying to have the listening portion of the exam. And I said, you know, I just, I just wanted to complain to somebody for a moment. And she didn't get it. And, you know, her line before is, well, you know, you can, you can punish them by making them stay after class. Okay, well, you know, if they came late, then they've got to come back and finish their exam. Well, the exam was already finished. Like, basically, the school will do nothing to punish a child other than you can yell at them or you can make them stay late for class, which ultimately causes problems for other teachers because they need to get to their other classes on time. Unless it's one of the lunch periods, which I do keep them late for that. But what is puzzling is in that moment, all I wanted to hear her say was, I'm sorry. I know it's frustrating. I know it's disruptive. I know it's difficult to give a test under those circumstances. I know it's difficult to lead a class with 9 out of 20 people coming late. I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. 
Thank you, you know, for your efforts to try to work on it with the students. Um, she didn't say any of that. And the, the thing I'm puzzled about is why as human beings are we so bad at supporting each other when someone is upset? Why are we not taught when someone is, and I even gave her the cue. I said, look, I'm not expecting you to do anything. I just want to be heard on this point. That even given the cue, why we're not taught when someone is upset about anything at any level, the correct response is, I'm sorry you're upset. I'm sorry, that sucks. I'm sorry, that sounds frustrating. I hate you're dealing with it. Well, darn, what a hot mess. You know, yeah, to say something to acknowledge the person's feelings. Wow, I can see you're really upset about this. Um, wow, this looks like this has really made you angry. Wow, this looks like this has really gotten your goat. You know, what is it that you really would like me to understand about this situation? Is there anything I can say to make you feel better? Why, as human beings, we don't have that skill? So, yeah, basically, it's anarchy at my school. Yeah, that's about it. Um, so, yeah, the thing I'm puzzled by is why don't we know how to be more supportive as human beings to someone when they're upset? Okay. And how long do I plan to stay? Well, um, I'm trying to make it till the end of May, and then I'll be evaluating over the coming months what's going to happen next. So, um, in closing, I'm excited for the expat Christmas activities that are, that are coming up. It's certainly stuff I normally wouldn't get to do at home. They actually do have, like, Christmas decorations and stuff here, so it is somewhat celebrated. Um, even though it's a majority Muslim country. Puzzled by why we can't support each other better as human beings. And we'll see what happens after May 25 as to how long I'm staying for. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I'm not sure when you'll hear from me again. Let's see, next weekend is Christmas. Ah, we'll see when the next episode is. But uh, signing off now from Live from Tashkent of Who's Becca Stan. Thank you for listening.